Want to go on a road trip? Then hit your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio.
Hello and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. It's me, Hayley Wheatley, and I am back with you for another week. And how are we doing, everybody? How's your week been? What an exciting weekend it was with the live interviews on Saturday night of our LDR DJs with Kelly Cavallaro. How exciting was that? And if you caught my uh, one-hour special that day, that was uh, just a bit of fun and we had a bit of a quiz there. And it went down really well, so I've been getting my first few emails into that new email address today, uh, letting me know that you did enjoy that. So I thought we could start off today with a few fun quiz questions before we get on our travels to some new destinations. So I'm going to start you off with one question for the day. Remember, if you know this, you can always comment in the chat room. My first question for today is, which is the only American state to begin with the letter P? And while you're thinking on that, I'm going to come to the chat room and see who's joining us and checking in today. My first track today was Just Keep Falling. That's a newbie by the very talented Darren Bailey. Very cool. Just a nice, easy little dance if you want to check that one out. So in the chat room today, welcome Sandra Burns. Some great gifs to welcome me in this morning. A special one there for Daniel Dykemans. This is awesome. Welcome Daniel too into the chat room. And Nikki Napier is in the house also. So how lovely to see you. Good morning to you, Nikki. Jim Stankiewicz is tuned in too. Lovely to see you in the chat room. Good morning, one and all, he says. And Phil Wheatley's with us too. Hey you, good morning all. Joan Ord is saying hi. Lovely to have you, Joan. And Sandra Douglas is in the chat room too. She's saying hello, hello. Where are we off today? Well, I have two cool destinations coming up in the show and you don't need your passports. Are you ready, hitchhikers? So first off, I'm just going to have these fun quiz questions to start off our day. Which is the only American state to begin with the letter P. Have a think about this one. Comment in the chat room if you think you know. And while we're thinking on that, there is a county in this particular state called Montgomery. So it seems like a perfect excuse for me to start off our day with a little bit of Montgomery Gentry. They walk the wild, a country mile. 
a little sense into you. favorite feet don't fail me now love it love it so welcome again to the chat room we have more joining us hello christine worthington and welcome and leslie kidd says morning Haley. tuned in at work great to have you with us ladies we're just having a bit of a quiz this morning not a long quiz like i did on saturday just a few fun questions to start us off on our day sandra burns has put a great gif in there quiz time and sandra burns has also guessed correctly for my first question it was which P is the only American state to begin with that letter? And the answer is Pennsylvania. So a couple more fun questions. I only have nine of them, but I'm going to uh, ask you two here, right here, right now. So question number two, name the world's biggest island. The world's biggest island. And question three, what is the world's longest river? So what is the world's biggest island and what is the world's longest river? And if you think you know the answer to either of those, you can pop them in the chat room too while you're joining us. Lovely to see a few more likes coming up here. Okay, so just while you're having a little bit of a think on that one, we're going to have a river-related track coming up next. Cigarettes And I have 
9.30am UK time It's time to wake up with Willie Live from Scotland Join Willie Brown for breakfast On Line Dancer Radio There you go, every morning You can wake up with Willie And I asked you Quickly, those last questions Were what is the world's longest river And what is the world's biggest island So let's see what we think In the chat room I can see more of you coming in. Good morning, Lorna Dennis. She says, morning, tuned in at work. Good morning, Graeme Kennedy. And while you're on, let me wish you a very happy birthday for tomorrow. Tomorrow is the 15th. And Joan is guessing the River Nile is the longest river. The River Nile, indeed it is, Joan. Well done. Great great guessing and Anne Spears is in the house too good morning everybody she says so the world's longest river is indeed the Nile followed closely by the Amazon River and coming up third is the Yangtze and if you're wondering what the world's biggest island is it's Greenland. Greenland is the biggest island in the world. How cool is that? So next couple of questions again. Number five, what is the diameter of Earth? What is the diameter of Earth? And question number six, where would you find the world's, oh sorry, name the world's largest ocean? So what is the diameter of the Earth and name the world's largest ocean? Do we know either of these? So next I'm going to play you an ocean-related song. Really love this Diana Dawson dance. It's a really cool song, this one, A Bit of Brandy Clark. Hello, glass house On the corner of my street Dirty laundry 
bottom of the ocean so the dance is bottom of the ocean and the song is long walk by brandy clark love that one and a few more comments popping up here i think there was some delayed ones actually as i'm looking because some of the guesses are coming in now and jim's has made me giggle biggest island he guesses gilligan's island and uh, the biggest river he said the river of tea is a child cries when they think their sibling has got a bigger piece of cake (laughs) that could be that could be a very big river and Sandra Burns has got it right she got it right as well I saw Joan's comment but hers is just loaded the largest island is Greenland and the longest river is the Nile spot on Sandra well done and a great gif to accompany it there oh I see a crocodile in your gifs there and the biggest island Joan got right too it had popped up Greenland and then I asked you what is the biggest ocean in the world and uh, there's a few guesses here the biggest one is the Pacific the Pacific Ocean and uh, Joan got it right with the Earth's diameter 12,742 kilometers you must have googled that Joan it's uh, it's one of those I would never have known it it's actually the equivalent of 8,000 miles so very well done to you there okay next couple of questions again um, we only have a few left Where would you find the world's most ancient forest? 
And our next question, which four British cities have underground underground rail systems? So there's only four cities in the United Kingdom that have underground rail systems. Which ones are they? There's four. You get a point for guessing any one. And again, back to that question, where would you find the world's most ancient forest? And my next song is going to give you a little clue as to which country you will find this in. Not the area, but the country. In South Australia I was born Heave away, all the way In South Australia round Cape Horn We're born for South Australia All the way you rolling king Heave away, all the way All the way you'll hear me sing We're born for South Australia As I walked out one morning fair Miss Nancy Blair, we're bound for South Australia. All the way, you rolling king, heave away, all the way, all the way, you hear me sing, we're bound for South Australia. I shook her up and I shook her down, heave away, all the way, I shook her round and round the town, we're bound for South Australia. Australia. There ain't but one thing grieves my mind Heave away, all the way To leave Miss Nancy Blair behind We're bound for South Australia All the way, you rolling king Heave away, all the way, all the way You'll hear me sing We're bound for South Australia Australia. All the way, you rolling king, heave away, all the way, all the way, you'll hear me sing, we're bound for South Australia. As we wallop around Cape Horn, heave away, all the way, you wish to God that you never been born, we're bound for South Australia. All the way, you rolling king, heave away, all the way, all the way, you'll hear me sing, we're bound for South Australia, bound for South Australia. There we go, the dance that made Gary O'Reilly famous, South Australia. A bit of Nathan Carter there on a Wednesday morning, can't go amiss. So again with these quiz questions, we have only two more left after this. I am just uh, asking you two particular questions. Where would you find the world's most ancient forest and which four British cities have underground rail systems? Before that we were talking about the largest ocean and the diameter of the earth and Sandra Burns has said in the chat room diameter of the earth 
bloody big. <laughs> the largest ocean is the Pacific. I think you're spot on with that answer, both of them, Sandra. Antino Herger is saying, hey, y'all, I'm with you, but working today, so won't be able to join the chat. Have fun with the quizzy. Thanks, Tino. And as we were discussing the ocean, Jim has shared a great gif of the heart of the ocean there. So I'm going to just load up and see if we have any guesses for these next ones. Uh, so let me see. Only four cities with underground rail systems. And Sandra is guessing Glasgow and London. Mm-hmm. And of course, I played South Australia. So Sandra is saying, could it be Australia for the forest? HP is saying there's the London Underground and the Glasgow Subway. Don't know the other two. Of course, HP, you're in London, right? So you'll know the Underground quite well saying that yeah you might live in london but you might never go on the underground and dave baycroft's in the house he says hi there arm out stop the bus for me hi all welcome welcome dave how lovely to have you on our travels with us so just these quiz questions the answers you're pretty much spot on guys so where would you find the world's most ancient forests and i did play south australia well it's not actually south australia it's more north australia the most ancient forest in the world is Daintree Forest, north of Cairns in Australia. And which four British cities have underground rail systems? We had two spot on. London and Glasgow are indeed two of them. The other two are Liverpool, but we're going to steer clear of that one while they're in a high-grade high lockdown. And while we welcome Dave in the chat room, Newcastle is the other. So Liverpool, Glasgow, Newcastle and London are the four that we were looking for. Two last quiz questions. Our two last quiz questions are, what is the capital of Spain and which country is Prague in? What is the capital of Spain and which country is Prague in? Two easy-ish ones to finish us off. I'll let you have a think about that while we listen to our next track. It's all about our bands with Nikki Napier, a fortnightly show featuring our line dance bands and vocalists, including guest appearances. Wednesdays, 2 p.m. UK time. Press one for Spanish, two for English. One for Spanish? What? But it's two for Spanish. One is for English. Honey, they just said one for Spanish. Great. Now I gotta take a foreign language. But I'm on my way to Mexico I never learned how to count to ten But I learned que pasa amigo I never thought that I'd ever need it Cause I won't be living down there While I don't speak Spanish And I don't really care Well I don't speak any Spanish Tried to figure it out on the run Well I learned C and mucho dinero And I learned how to burn in the sun I found out Chiquita is not a banana Who knew it was girls that are young Well I don't speak Spanish Yeah but I'm having fun to pick it up this year I learned how to say 
fought my way through Kionda SA And I made a few friends by the pier Well, I don't speak Spanish Cause I don't live down here yeah, Every day we're crossing the border Into the land of the free Well, I think that they should have to learn English But hey, that's just me Join multi-award-winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hauler Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively online dancer radio. There we go. That was my last two quiz questions, just as we start now with a bit of a fun game today. The last two questions were, what is the capital city of Spain? Hence that little song there, I Don't Speak Spanish, which is a fantastic growler dance, uh, a dance by John Growler. If you look it up, it's so sweet. It's cute. And also, where is Prague? Where is Prague? Now, I'm dipping into the chat room. I don't know what it is, but some of these comments are a bit delayed in loading for me today. So just looking back, I can see I've missed a couple. Joe Nord was saying Australia has the most ancient forest, Daintree Rainforest, which of course was the correct answer. Well done, Joan. And Pauline Baycroft checked in too. She's saying, morning, Hayley. We are listening while computer working. It's absolutely amazing to have you with us, my darling friend. Great to see you. Sandra Byrne says, could it be Australia? Of course. Uh, and as we scroll down, welcome to the chat room, Yuli. Yuli Wiboo is here with us. Good afternoon from me, Haley, And to all the listeners, of course, it will be afternoon for you there. So do we have any answers to those last two questions? Indeed we do. Sandra Burns has hit the nail right on the head. The capital of Spain is Madrid and Prague is indeed in the Czech Republic. Has anyone been to Prague? I, I don't 
don't think we've been there on the show yet, actually, have we? So if you're thinking about planning any travels too, of course I was taking a little look in my travel news, as I do at the start of the week, for the new hot places you can visit or hot hotels for 2012. And if you are in the chat room, I'm going to share some of these pictures as I tell you about them. Of course, last week on the show, we went to the Maldives and it was great. It was so warm. We had a great time. And this particular hotel I did mention on last week's show, but it's going to be top of my list again, because in the Maldives now, if you want to go out there, you can go to a brand new underwater villa. Many of the Maldives' best views lie beneath the surface, and you can book more quality time with them at the new Pullman Maldives Resort Aqua Villas. And you don't have to feel guilty about your long lie-in here. If you have a submarine bedroom, it would face the luminous turquoise ocean, so you can lie lounge around while getting a diver eye view of the reef fish, the rays, the sharks and the turtles. I think I did say on last week's show though, if you want to go, three nights for two people is going to cost you £7,449. But hey, it is all inclusive. I mean, <laughs> we get our flights too. So just while I check out these new exciting places, I'm going to share the pictures in the chat room. If you're with us, you can have a look. If you're not in the chat room today with us, you just have to use your imagination at how these places look. So next up, while we're talking about deep in the Maldives Ocean, I'm going to play this one I haven't heard for a while. I used to love this dance. It's neat deep in my heart Life was running past me Days and hours flew Like it had no color Just different shades of blue I heard about this love thing But I still need to prove Cause I believed in nothing Till I believed in you And I say oh your fingerprints all over my soul And I caught you out red-handed Knee deep in my heart When I was upside down Spinning round and round and round in the dark Act so sweet, but your guilty is charged Perfect crime girl, now I wanna do the time Cause I got no defense, but hell I'm gonna walk the line And I say, whoa, 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 whoa You left your fingerprints all
You left your fingerprints all over my soul My soul There we have it, knee deep in my heart, a bit of Shane feeling there. And that was an Alison and Peter dance. I loved that one. I haven't done that one in ages. And we were talking about it in the chat room. I shared a picture of one of my picks for places to go this year. Of course, I wish I could afford to go there at the price it costs. I don't think I'll be visiting anytime soon. But if you're in the chat room, check out that photo of that underwater diving villa there. Uh, that would be great for you, Sandra Burns, if you you, uh, if you love your diving, that would be a great holiday destination. Sandra Burns is saying, oh, Haley, I love this song and dance. And I was talking a little bit about Prague, too. And I said to, to uh, you all, have you visited Prague? Have you been there? Joe Nord says, I loved Prague City and... Um, let me see. Of 100 spires, I loved visiting the Czech Republic. Oh, wow. So there. And it's quite a uh, cheap weekend break if anyone wants to get away to the Czech Republic. When flights are running normally, that could go on your list. Another place that could go on your list for what's hot for 2021 next year. Well, where's the last place on earth you'd think to go for a restorative Zen style retreat? How about New York? Well, the Armand Hotel opens in spring 2021 in midtown Manhattan. It'll be America's first epicenter of calm. Secreted into Fifth Avenue's gilded 1920s crown building, the Armand's three-story spa will be built around a serene pool area. All smooth, bamboo-inspired decor and high ceilings surrounded by fire pits and daybeds. And there will also be a sauna, steam room, and outdoor relaxation terrace. Sounds amazing. And not to forget the cellar jazz bar and the wine laundry, li laundry library sound just as soothing. I'm trying to fit two words into one there. Uh, if you would like to go there, I am going to share a little picture of that while we listen to our next song. And one of my friends was saying that she has just uh, visited a Zen retreat and she said that going there before coming back I'd say just it was just before lockdown she came from all the calm back to the storm which reminded me of this next track if you remember this calm before the storm this was a Robin Maggie dance here have a listen <laughs>
Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. And there we go. Isn't it ironic? I was saying that I'm missing some of your comments here. Uh, so I do apologize if I don't see any straight away. And here is one I've actually missed. Sandra Burns has said to me in the chat room, Haley, Facebook has done an update and it's really messed up the comments. It's really frustrating for all as listeners. We've got to keep refreshing or changing the settings to the most recent comments or to all comments to get them to show up how annoying Sandra I am finding I'm missing a few here so if I don't read out your comment please do not think I'm ignoring you I just haven't spotted it but how lovely to see D Musk in the chat room hello lovely and she says good morning lovely listening in how nice to have you with us that last one was a Vaquero track do you remember it it was choreographed by Rob Fowler and Maggie Gallagher and it was called calm before the storm awesome I'm just sharing some of my top pick hotels for 2021 if you are in the chat room you've got a bit of an advantage because i'm sharing pictures in there too if you're not please use your imagination and just let me know would you like to visit these places let me know what you think i have a couple more recommendations here one is going to russia Russia's high Arctic is one of the world's most remote, least visited ice scapes. Traverse it like a true explorer on Abercrombie and Kent's one-off 25-day cruise with scientists, photographers, and the tour operator's founder, Jeffrey Kent. So you can even go with all of those guys on board. It doesn't come cheap, mind. (laughs) Those bragging rights will set you back about, oh my goodness, wait for it, £33,290 per person. Definitely one I won't be going on soon, but all the same sounds cool. Now let me know, would you stay here on the right track? One of the most extraordinary new hotels opening next year in 2021 is the Kruger Shalati Luxury Rooms set in a plum red train resting on a striking steel bridge believe it or not it is it's way up there this has been a bridge disused since the 1970s at the gateway to south africa's kruger national park it's a dizzying pool terrace and has views of the river below where the crocodiles glide by great rail journeys can go on from around that area and one of these is an 11-day tour of the country including two nights at the shalati itself and flights and meal and the whole journey can be booked and you go via the Royal Livingston Express. Again, prices on that, £6,995 per person. So we are talking bucket list here. Would you do that? Would you stay in a train on the the railway, a disused railway, high above a pool of crocodiles, a river of crocodiles? How adventurous, how amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would do it. I'm going to share a picture in the chat room while we listen to this next one. This is apt while we're talking about a railroad. It's making tracks. I still think about the day that we met. You got me running and I ain't stopped yet. The way you love someone should be a crime. You should be punished now with overtime You had me doing things that I don't do Said words like I love you You up and left me now, what will I do? 
for you there especially for you there Jim if you're listening in and that was a Joe Thompson Szymanski dance call making tracks we are talking about how annoying as well this new update on Facebook is I was starting off today with a little bit of a quiz and uh, we were talking about underground systems where are the four underground rail systems in the UK and I've just seen Dave Baycroft and Leslie Kidd got it spot on correct and yet their comments have just come through to me now how annoying that I haven't been able to keep up with that during the quiz and Jim has put a comment on why are you ignoring me (laughs) a little gif there because of course I am missing some of these comments and Tino is just coming commenting on this in the chat room too he says Hayley and Sandra I totally agree on the Facebook problem it's so annoying people might think that we're ignoring them but we aren't last Saturday I kept refreshing every minute and yet there have been comments that only popped up after the show so frustrating for both the listeners and us DJs indeed Tino and the settings don't stick 
with almost every refresh it goes back to default ah i totally feel your pain i'm feeling it right now i think this has been the most difficult week yet with the comments coming through slowly because of course i've wanted to keep them coming fast this week and i am sharing these pictures i don't know if you're getting these guys of the places i'm recommending or that that you may want to put on your bucket list uh, but certainly if i don't read your comments i am not ignoring you i'm so annoyed so annoying facebook what are you playing at what are you playing at and i'm going to just recommend two more little places here um, if you want to go out to Iceland, Iceland was actually where I was meant to be going for my 15th wedding anniversary and my husband said he was going to get tickets. Well, if you're listening in, love, 18 months later, I am still waiting for my trip to Iceland. Of course, none of us banged on coronavirus putting a bit of a kibosh on a lot of things. But if you do want to go out in 2021, the Blue Lagoon if you've heard of it, maybe one of Iceland's travel highlights, but from May 2021, you can continue the warming soaks in Reykjavik itself. The geothermal sky lagoon will open in the city's Karsnes Harbour with an infinity edge pool jutting out just toward the wild Atlantic Ocean. Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. And if you just want to stay in the UK, I have a recommendation here. Get ready to party like it's 17.99. A mini break in the favourite bath, or bath as they say there, is set to have a new heyday in 2021. First, the city's long-awaited heritage centre opens at the start of the year, digging into its history as a fashionable aristocratic escape and unveiling a new section of the Roman baths. Or baths. If you've ever been down there, actually, I went to an event down there with Mandy and uh, Sharon, and it was fantastic. We stayed in the centre, and my other half and me, we did go to the baths there, and they were lovely, really nice. Well, this new section is due to be opened, so get yourself there in 2021 if you want to check these out. In spring, Mary Shelley's House of Frankenstein, a haunted house near the churchyard where new, uh, new research suggests she wrote the classic novel and it's going to throw its wide creaking doors open to all visitors well that sounds good to me i'm in and uh, who has been to bath anyone been down there yeah i i did try to kind of get myself into the twist of saying bath while i was there uh, <laughs> much to when i've done southern events and been picked on a little bit for my accent as that really shows in the way i pronounce bath but it was beautiful i have a lovely picture of the roman baths i'm going to share with you when this next track is on and as i reminisce about my time there i wrote this particular dance this is one of my own to teach there and it was nominated for a crystal boot award last year this was a bath dance to me and reminds me of that workshop. If I could go, go into my heart and search for all the places I left the spark To find a way, way back to the olden days before it started falling apart Singing songs and telling stories about when we were young Running crazy through the memories when we never could be wrong We would be strong like superheroes high on sugar We would stay up all night until the sun comes up, yeah Running crazy through the memories, innocent and young If I could go, go into my heart and search for all the 
It seems the new Facebook updates are annoying as all. I'm reading through the chat room here and all our comments are really in agreement that Facebook, what are you playing at? What are you playing at? Jim Stankovic has added a brilliant little eye roll gif there and Charlie Bowring is saying, hi Haley, new Facebook is awful. Indeed, Charlie, it is. Uh, Leslie Kidd is saying, love back to the start, big favorite with the class. Thank you so much, my darling. And Joe Nord is boogieing away there in the chat room great if we can have a little dance all right hitchhikers fasten your seatbelts. we're off to our first destination today and today first of all i'm going to take you to israel israel in asia with the official language hebrew uh, it's not a place we would tend to go for a holiday but if you've been there awesome i'd love to hear about it the lowest point in the world is located in Israel. The first of my interesting facts today about Israel is that the Dead Sea, which lies placidly between this country and Jordan, is considered the lowest point in the world. The water, which is rich in salt and mineral deposits, is 416 meters, or that's 1,365 feet, below sea level. And one third of Israelis were not born in the country. One of the most interesting facts about Israel is that not all of the local residents, which is about two thirds of the population, were born in the country. All of the other Israelis come from as many as a hundred different countries. Israeli Jews live lifestyles similar to North Americans and Europeans. While 75% of the population is Jewish, the remainder is Arab. So I'm going to start off with a newish choreography. You can hear, if you listen in the background, my little co-presenter dog there. He has his input about this. He would really like to go to Israel. Um, <laughs> this one is a newish one choreographed by Raymond and Ira Weisberg. It's an, uh, the singer is from Israel. And the dance, if I get the pronunciation correct, is Despaseltov. Des Spasseltov, I believe. I'm sure I'll feel very silly once I get used to saying that. Here it is. Mm. 
חוזר לו שיר וניגון והוא מתנגן ערב ערב שר ומנגן שוב אותו אולם ואותם השירים כולם על הבמה אני ניצב מולם כן אני אומר שוב לעצמי ומנקלם שזה הלילה שהכי חשוב להם וגם מזה אסור בכלל
Despasaltov. I can say it now after listening to it a few times in the track. What did you think of it? That's a new one by Raymond Shawman and Ira Weisbird. Uh, and Joan in the chat room, you've hit the nail on the head. Did you notice? It's the same tune as Despacito. And Joan is saying Despacito is one of my favorite dances. And it is a very cool dance by Gary O'Reilly is Despacito. And that particular track is by an Israeli artist, uh, Amir Devere is the singer of that one. So there you go. Check that one out if you want to, because we are in Israel now, hitchhikers. So if you have any facts or anything you'd like to add, let me know in the chat room. Has anyone ever been to Israel? Well, if you have, you would know that it is one of the most expensive countries in the world. Another interesting Israel fact is that the country ranks number eight on the list of the most expensive countries in the world. The winner is Switzerland, by the way, followed by Norway and Iceland, if you were wondering. And another thing is Israelis love wine. Even though Israel is not the biggest exporter of wine in the world, the wine produced in this country is really delicious. There are 200 plus wineries in Israel. Fields in the country are used to grow grapes that produce vintage red, white and sparkling wines. Sounds good to me. Both Google and Facebook were founded by Jews. Did you know this? One of the Israel facts that are not necessarily connected with the country itself is that Jews are brilliant people. We can thank them for Facebook. Yep, Mark Zuckerberg and Google, Sergey Brin, among many other things we use every day. And we were talking on last week's show about life expectancy in different countries. The life expectancy in Israel is above average. One of these facts is that is worth knowing is that citizens of this country live for a very long time. The average life expectancy in Israel for women is 82 years of age. Not too shabby, huh? While it's 78 and a half years old for men. The agricultural output in Israel is astounding. Over the past 25 years, the amount of food harvested has increased sevenfold, with barely a negligible increase in the amount of total water used. And that fact is backed up by palm tree production in the country. While the average date palm harvests about 17 kilograms of dates each year, Israeli palm trees are prolific producers by comparison. The palms produce 182 kilograms or over 10 times the amount of the average date palm. Hey, not only that, Israel is the only country anywhere that recorded a net gain in trees in the 21st century. I'll come back to that fact in a bit, actually. But agriculturally, they are way above the rest of the world. In Israel, women serve in combat roles too. Uh, Beginning in 1995, women started being recruited to combat positions in the Israeli Defense Forces, or the IDF. That made Israel one of the few countries in the world with compulsory military service for women. People in Israel are very enterprising. You may want to hire the best employment talent from this country. If you're looking for someone with a lot of talent, confine your search to Israel. Approximately 24% of the country's workforce holds university degrees, while 12% are holders of advanced degrees such as masters or PhDs. As a result, Israel ranks third in the industrialized world among holders of degrees, ranking behind the USA and Holland, would you believe? 
uh, only just though. In addition, the country is rated, rated the third highest in entrepreneurship with the highest number of women and people over 55 pursuing still entrepreneurial activities in the world. So if you are over 55 and are looking for something new to do, do not worry. The Israelis do that all the time. Israel is an innovator in the field of technology too. Credit Israel for the invention of the firewall in computer technology. Indeed, they, uh, the Israeli country Checkpoint is known all over the world for its IT security products. Uh, they have invented the firewall and many other things that we use in our home. All right, I'm going to play another track next. This one is called The Israelites. There's two dances to this one, Israelites by Paulette Highlands or Oh, The Israelites by Val Sari. You can dance to any. I love this song, but let me ask you, if you are in the UK and listening in, does it remind you of an old advert? Have a listen. Get up in the morning, sleeping for in your Stetson and join Robert Lindsay for the Country In Line Show live on Line Dancer Radio Tonight we just might fall in love again Every Monday from 7 till 9 UK time and join in the fun This is Steve Healy and I'm a proud founding member of the Line Dance Foundation 
Remember, someone somewhere is dealing with a crisis and may need to reach out. You can help by making the LDF your adopted charity of choice for as little as £1, $1 or €1 a month. You will give us the resources to offer a helping hand to those in our community who reach out in times of need. It's simple. Visit linedancefoundation.com and click on Proud Members. There you can complete your secure application and pledge. However much you can give, big or small, will help us to continue to assist those who reach out. Thank you for joining the LDF Members Club. Hello, Hitchhikers. We are in Israel. And that last dance was Israelites. And there were two dance choices to it. And I did say before I came on, does it remind you of an advert? I remember an advert that had that theme. Leslie Kidd is saying in the chat room, when I was a teenager and in a dance troupe, we used to dance to the Israelites. Oh, cool. Do you still remember the routine, Leslie? Sometimes they never leave you, huh? And Sandra Burns is saying, Haley, Vitalite. That's the one, Sandra. That's the one. I used to remember that. Ooh, Vitalite to light absolutely it is the one okay a few more israel facts here coming up israel's climate is very diverse needless to say israel is a diverse and interesting country from both a cultural and historical standpoint it is also a country that is notable in terms of tourism technology and agriculture agriculture I'm going to shout my pup. Can you hear him in the background? I always say this is so unprofessional, but there he is growling away. I know you want to visit Israel, but All right, my next fact before fact before my next song. Birds fly over Israel like crazy. According to statistics, Israel also has one of the highest amounts of bird traffic worldwide. Over 500 million birds migrate over the country's airspace annually. Unbelievable. It seems like a perfect time for this next song.
little bit of Boz Skaggs there just while we were talking about all the birds that fly over Israel so I thought that would be a great track to squeeze in we were talking about that track Israelites that I played just previously uh, Leslie Kidd was saying she did a dance to it as a teenager and she says I remember bits of it I've recently been challenged to do videos of the dances we did 40 years ago Leslie do it do it do it and of course we were talking about the advert too uh, Leslie was saying there was also uh, one with misheard lyrics there always is isn't there Leslie and Debbie Morgan has shared in the chat room the link for the Vitalite advert very cool wake up in the morning I want time to make breakfast with sunflower spread do I lay on my bread it sure does bring back memories you know, I never watch adverts anymore, and it is a shame um, because we don't have them as many. They are the songs that remain in my head from being a kid, unbelievably so. Okay, I'm going to go through some of my Israel facts now, the last few Israel facts before we head off to a new destination. So, Israeli money features Braille for visually impaired people. Here's a cool fact. Israel circulates banknotes that have Braille on them for people who are blind or visually impaired, an action that helps people become more self-sufficient that is very very cool i think all countries should do that actually some names in israel are highly popular in addition the latest statistics show names like yitzhak and chaim are popular names especially for aspiring presidents since the establishment of the state the two presidents have been named yitzhak and chaim the name noam is also a popular name and used for both boys and girls Jews didn't have the country for thousands of years. It may be quite obvious, an, an obvious Israel fact, but some of you may not know that the Jews didn't have their own country until the first or second century. They were living, they've been living in diaspora until their country in 1948 was formed. And just a bon bonus basic Israel fact here, but uh, established on May the 14th, 1948, Israel is the Middle East's only liberal democracy, demo democracy and is also the one sole Jewish state in the world. It's also the world's youngest state. And as we said before, the official languages in Israel are Hebrew and Arabic. Almost 9 million people live in Israel. We know the capital is Jerusalem. Um, it's the only country in the world as well that has more trees than it did 50 years ago. The only country in the world with more trees. And more museums in Israel per capita, of course, than any other country in the world. And in Israel, this also includes an underwater museum. So we've been looking as well. A lot of underwater places in the last few weeks. Underwater board meetings, underwater museums, diving, underwater hotels. And okay, home to the only theatre in the world, Israel is, it, that's comprised entirely of deaf and blind actors. So it seems to me they're very conscientious about any disabilities they have there with their, their Braille banknotes. Fantastic. I would love to go to one of those shows. And here is another fact for any Starbucks fans out there like me. Coffee 
in Israel is so good and the cafes are so amazing that it's the only country in the world that Starbucks failed to break into. Yeah, indeed, Israel. So if you like your coffee, there's an amazing fact. Here's a coffee-related track coming up next. Wednesday, 7pm to 9pm, Online Dancer Radio. Back to back with Kathy. Keep it here. Keep it Line Dancer Radio.
online 24-7-24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. Everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Every Saturday, 9 to 11 a.m. UK time, here on Line Dancer Radio. Get on the Honky Tonk Highway with Kelly Cavallaro. To find out what happened the morning after the night before, Tuesdays, 2 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Okay, Hitchhikers, as we get ready to leave Israel, we just had a bit of black coffee there. That fantastic, very famous Helen O'Malley piece of choreography, and what a cracking dance it was. Before that, we had Fly Like a Bird, another golden oldie, and Sandra Burns has put some great gifs in the chat room. One is very cute, Sandra, of that little bird with his dangling legs, and the other is a little bit worrying. I think that's the movie The Birds, is it? Christine Worthington is saying, used to love this dance it's still great to get up and do a fly like a bird i love a fly like a bird and we were talking about coffee jim is saying no starbucks that's it i'll cancel my flight i don't know how you'd survive jim i don't know how i would survive without a starbucks i tell you what that israeli coffee must be good i tell you what it is a point as well that we always chat about uh we talk about being team starbucks or team costa i'm very much a starbucks fan uh costa that over here in the UK is quite fashionable and people tend to go there but it's much more bitter I find I'm sweeter as opposed to bitter I like to think so <laughs> anyway uh, let me know in the chat room do you prefer Starbucks or do you prefer Costa or is there another coffee that takes your liking even more so okay guys I'm going to bring you over to England now and we are going to go to Oxford famous of course for its uh, Oxford Dictionary the origins of that and for its very prestigious prestigious university but what else we're going to look into oxford a little bit in the last leg of our journey today fasten those seat belts here we go oxford university is so old one of its continuant continu- continuant colleges is called the new college it was established in 1379 i seem to have a stutter today what is with me and oxford It's about 56 miles northwest of London. Uh, This makes it a perfect destination if you want to go to London too. It's very famous for its university, of course, which, as we've said, is one of the oldest universities in the world. In fact, the city of Oxford was founded in the 8th century, and the city covers the area of about 17 square miles. So we know that it's very old, but very beautiful, and that we love it very, very much. And looking online, I saw a new dance popping up. It's a Kip Moore track. I love Kip Moore, but it's called Hey Old Lover. And apparently this is a sentiment that many people find about Oxford, that they love it, this old destination. This is one choreographed by Leslie Kidd, if you're still in the chat room, Leslie, and Rob Fowler. Have a listen. We haven't talked in quite a while. It sure is good to hear your smile. Now that I got you on the phone, girl, you know, we weren't built to be alone, no, no, so, hey,
Nail Lover. What a fantastic track. If you're still in the chat room, Leslie, fantastic. I love it. Congratulations on that new dance. Brilliant. In the chat room, we're having a bit of a discussion about coffee. I was saying I am far and between a Starbucks fan when it comes to where I would head first for my coffee. And my favorite, favorite, favorite is that time of year when we get the spiced pumpkin latte or the eggnog coffee. And we didn't always get eggnog coffee here in the UK. This is a relatively new thing, but I adore my eggnog. Uh, since I moved back to the UK, well, I was only abroad for what, a year and a bit. And I'm talking and I've been back, what, 18 years or something now. I still miss eggnog at Christmas time. I love the flavor of eggnog. And where do you go for your coffee? In the chat room, we're having this discussion. Sandra Burns is saying, Haley Starbucks got to have milk and coffee flavoring in it. What's your favorite flavoring though, Sandra? Do you like vanilla? What, what is it you would go for? Sandra is saying she totally agrees with me about Costa. She much more prefers Starbucks, but she's got to say that Greg's do a lovely coffee as well. I do like a Greg's coffee. I really do. Graham Kennedy is saying Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Sandra Burns has said she's never tried this, but there's a brand new drive through opening up across the road from her work, so she'll find out. Tim Hortons, of course, is associated mainly with Canada. Again, when I lived in Canada, I did not see a Tim Hortons here when I came back, but uh, it's spreading out around the world. And of course, do we know who Tim Horton is? He was a Canadian professional ice hockey defenseman. He played 24 seasons in the National Hockey League. He played for Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, New York Rangers, Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Buffalo Sabres. In 1917, Tim Horton was named one of the 100 greatest NHL players in history. And he made so much money playing hockey, he opened his own coffee chain. And very successful it has been, too. I do love to bring a tin of Tim Horton's home with me. I still think I prefer Starbucks though, if I'm honest. I think I'm a Starbucks girl all the way, if I'm honest. Tino Herger is saying, Haley, sorry to say, I think we have the best coffee in Switzerland. The one we have at home is H&R and it's from a local coffee roastery here. It's so good. Not too bitter, not too sour, but nice and strong. When abroad, I look for Amici or Illy. It's Italian and very strong. In Spain, we always look for Torrefacto because they use a little sugar when roasting and the burnt sugar gives a very earthy, distinctive taste. Wow, this is going on my try list, Tino. Torrefacto. This is especially popular on the Canary Islands, and I bring back truckloads of that coffee whenever I can. Otherwise, if none of those options are available, Starbucks is my go-to as a last resort. Ding, 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 point for Starbucks. By the way, it shows that I'm done working for today. Plenty of time to chit-chat for now. That's what I love to hear. We love your chit-chat, Tino. And uh, is there anyone on Team Costa? I'm looking. I'm not seeing any Team Costas here. Uh, again, supposedly, the new fashion is Costa. Anyway, I don't know if there's a Starbucks or Costa in Oxford, but that's where we're heading down on our travels today. So I have more Oxford facts for you. Another one. The settlement of Oxford was initially established by the Anglo-Saxons, and originally the name of the settlement was Oxenaforda, which meant Ford of the Oxen. Ford, of course, means a shallow place, a causeway, or where a river could be crossed. The original, na original name of the city literally meant a river crossing for oxen. 
There you go. That's where the name came from. I love finding out the etymology of, of where a name came from or how it came, uh, especially if you look at the Anglo-Saxon names. Many of them are similar and yet can be so different. Okay, the five most famous landmarks in Oxford. The Bud Bodleian Library is one of the largest university library systems in the UK. It has several historic rooms. The Divinity School, which is a 15th century building attached to the main library. Duke Humphrey's Library is part of it, which dates back to the medieval times when Humphrey of Lancaster, he was the first Duke of Gloucester, donated his collection of 281 books to the University of Oxford after he died in 1447. So he did literally create that library. The Radliffe camera was built in a neoclassical style in 1737 to 1749. And the Western Library is the main research library of the University of Oxford. The Radliffe camera looks amazing. Uh, it's a building, a beautiful building actually, which houses the Radcliffe Science Library. Indeed. Exeter College is the fourth oldest college of the Oxford University. This was established way, way back in 1314 by Walter de Stapledon of Devon, Bishop of Exeter. Originally, it was a school dedicated to the education of the clergyman. And the University Church of the St. Mary the Virgin. St. Mary's Church is a historic church located on the High Street in Oxford. The church is known for its spectacular spire and the spire was added in the 1320s. So there we go. The Church of St. Mary the Virgin is just another stop off and it's going to lead me into our next track. Quite a different connotation than from the Virgin Mary but all the same a great little dance this one was My Mary. Mary! Got a 
DJ Fred Broy. Tuesdays from Spain, here on Line Dancer Radio. The show dedicated to Dutch, Belgium and German line dance choreographers. Join Jenny's Jukebox, online dancer radio. Thursdays, 10pm to midnight. For songs to dance to, spotlight features, and the US country charts. Okay, Hitchhikers, so we are in Oxford, and we are talking coffee. Yes, indeed. Uh, Everybody loves a bit of coffee, right? No? Yes? No? My mum does not drink coffee at all. She hasn't had coffee since she was 17 years old. Um, But uh, I I must admit, the more I drink it, the more I want. It's one of those addictive things. Sandra Burns is saying, I love the toffee nut latte flavour in my coffee. She's even shared a little picture uh, below Tino's post of the coffee that she loves. And Tino, you have shared, yum, Martha Stewart's original eggnog recipe. I am going to come back to that after the show because I, I, I do make my own. It's okay. It's okay, but it's not perfect. But I do, when I make my own eggnog, like to add a little bit of Baileys in too. So try that. Mm-mm. Joe Nord says, I like co- Costa Coffee Mucciato. There we go. Another point for Team Costa. Thanks for that, Joan. D Musk is saying Starbucks all the way. Yes, girl. Team Starbucks. And uh, we, we, we've we discussed this, actually. Big Dave is a Starbucks fan, too. Starbucks are Greg's. But he'll have a, co- a Costa, like me, if it's not uh, Starbucks isn't available. We, we'll settle for a Costa. And uh, you're the same, right, Dee? Uh, Sandra Burns has shared some great gifs. If you're in the chat room and you're seeing this, the first is Yoda with his Starbucks. The second, Pumpkin Spice Life. That is totally me. That is a woman totally enjoying her pumpkin latte totally totally and of course a little doggy enjoying his starbucks if you have a pup you can get this puppuccino now of course take your dog for a puppuccino i haven't had jasper for one yet but i am gonna he he's so busy when he co-hosts this show with me he gets so exhausted on a wednesday morning he really deserves it he does leslie kidd is saying just heard hey old lover but was on a call was that my dance Leslie, it was. It very much so was. And she says, if so, thank you. I was congratulating you, Leslie, on a great track and a great dance. And you should look out for that one, guys, if you haven't checked that one out yet. I love Kip Moore. He's great. Sandra Burns. Haley, my favorite used to be hazelnut flavoring, but not at the moment. I have the toffee. I don't really like the vanilla one. It's funny how you like different things at different times. I I love change. I just love different things one day to the next. Uh, some people don't. Some people like the same thing. Weren't we discussing this on a previous show? We are in Oxford and a few more facts coming up now. Oxford Castle is a partially ruined Norman medieval castle in Oxfordshire, England. At the castle, you can explore the following sites. This sounds fun. I love my old castles. Saxon St. George's Tower is one of the oldest buildings in Oxford. The tower offers spectacular panoramic views over the city of Oxford. There's the Debtors Tower and the Prison D Wing. That sounds like where the naughty people go. And there's the 900-year-old Crypt. Plus, there's Mott and Bailey Mound. That sounds great. Another little Oxford fact here is there's a bell in Oxford University Library that hasn't stopped ringing for 175 years. Researchers are afraid that opening the bell would ruin 
an experiment to see how long it will last. Very interesting. Awesome. Let's play this next one as we discuss that. Ring my bells, a bit of Enrique here. Cause the way that we touch is something 
my bell and that was a Julia Wetzel dance as we celebrate the ringing of this particular bell in Oxford that hasn't stopped for so long. That was my last little fact. The bell in Oxford Library hasn't stopped ringing for 175 years. And as we're sitting in Oxford and enjoying our coffees, the drink conversation continues. Sandra Burns is saying, Hayley, I've never tried eggnog. And a little shocked face. Sandra, you've got to. Let me tell you, it's an acquired taste because some people, the first time they try it, they go, ugh. And I think it's the thought of drinking raw egg. People don't like the thought of drinking raw egg. But because I tried it before I even thought about that, I loved the flavor and it means nothing to me now. But you should try it. Definitely try Tino's recipe up there. Another thing, if you're looking for something and you don't want the raw egg. Uh, one thing I tried for the first time last Christmas was something called coquito and it's an egg free version of eggnog. It's Puerto Rican and that's what they make there at Christmas and New Year time. Absolutely delicious. So try that too, coquito. And Tina was saying in the chat room, has anyone ever tried beanies flavored coffee? Yes, I have. My niece got me that in a gift set last year. Uh, Tino is telling us about it. It's instant and lots of different available flavors such as popcorn, Christmas pudding or even mulled wine. Check it out. He says, I don't particularly like it on its own, but sometimes I mix some of it into my real brewed coffee. What a great idea, Tino, to flavor it. And it becomes a bit stronger that way. In fact, he says, I'll just have myself a cup of cookie dug just now. Great idea. A funny, the thing with the beanies is I either love them or hate them. I can't say I like beanies coffee because some is great and some I don't like the flavor. In fact, there was one I got that didn't taste anything like the flavor it was supposedly meant to. But you know what? It's still great. They're still great to try. Great option. And if you are looking in shops and you know any coffee lovers, um, I saw, I think it was B&M I saw it. They do a Beanie's gift set where you can try all these different flavors. So there we go. We're getting ready now to leave Oxford, but I have had a fabby time with you. I have a few more little facts about Oxford before we leave here. Blackwell's Bookshop in Oxford is the largest bookshop in the entire world. Built in 1879, down in the basement, you'll find the largest bookshop in the entire world. Three miles of shelving and 150,000 books. Yet next door is the Bodleian Library, which stores all of the university's books. This was made possible by the Weston family, who donated 23 million British pounds to build and renovate this library. Can you believe it now stores 7 million books? The University of Oxford has many more books than this, and these are stored even in various places outside the city. Now, talking about Oxford University here, let's just continue with these facts. Women were forbidden at the university for a long time. It wasn't until 1878 that women were allowed to come and study at the University of Oxford. They were finally allowed to, uh, to be awarded degrees in 1920, as recently as that. And it was only in 1974 that all colleges let women uh, enter and stay. Oxford University now has roughly even numbers of male and female undergraduates. Yes, girls, we're happy to hear that. The Museum of History Science is the first ever public museum in the world. And this opened in Oxford in 1683. 
Down in that basement, you can find the chalkboard that Albert Einstein wrote on at Oxford University in 1950, which has his famous E equals MC squared equation on. You can also find the lantern that Guy Fawkes was holding when he was arrested for taking part in the gunpowder plot on the 5th of November 1605. You know, I never even knew that university existed, but I would love to go there. That is going on my list. Up to 200 years ago, the only subject you could actually study at the University of Oxford was religion, until the curriculum finally expanded on all subjects. And Oxford wasn't bombed at all during World War II. It was very busy during that time. But historians believe that Oxford wasn't touched at all because Hitler wanted Oxford to be the new capital of England after defeating it. Interestingly enough, Oxford was the capital of England during the English Civil War. And close to the University Church of St. Mary the Virgin, which we were discussing, if you look hard enough, you'll find the door to Narnia. Yes, bold and undoubtedly eye-catching with a fiery lion reaching out to you from the centre of its wooden core, this is known as the Narnia door. C.S. Lewis was a tutor at the Magdalen College and would have walked past this particular door every day and no doubt everyone believes he gained his inspiration for his young characters to step through the wardrobe door into a magical land because of this particular building. So hence its name. The famous streetlight is just a couple of metres away on the small Oxford on the small Oxford Street too. And listen while we were discussing coffee also Oxford has the first ever coffee house in England. The first ever cups of coffee in England were served in the Grand Café in Oxford. And of course we were talking about the meaning of the name Oxford. Isn't it interesting how these names come about? But how fast can you run a mile as well? Just a little fact, this is my last one of the day. Roger Bannister was a medical student at Oxford University and he was the first male to run a mile in less than four minutes. He ran a mile in three minutes and 59.4 seconds at the Ifley Road track. Really interesting fact there. And that concludes our Oxford facts. That Narnia door, I will post a picture in the chat room as well. If you want to see what it looks like, I'm just popping it up there now. I'll see if there's any more comments coming up, but do stay tuned because this is coming up next. Time to go around the world with Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Yes, indeed. So I'm going to leave you with one more track before we leave here. Thank you for the chatter today, guys. I've really enjoyed being with you and learning about your coffee likes and dislikes as well. It's been really fun. We've been to Israel. We came back to Oxford and we also talked about all the up and coming things you can do in 2012. Uh, Tino is sharing a great photo of his coffee. Tino, you're making me want to play the last song so I can get a coffee. But 
let me tell you, I don't have cookie dough and I don't have caramel popcorn. So I'm feeling a little bit jealous now. He says he ran out of cafe cookie dough and caramel popcorn. It is. I've suddenly realized the typo there of cookie dough is dough. I missed the H. Eddie Huffman, welcome. He's saying, good morning, Haley. Enjoy your day and be safe, my friend. Tino is saying, make, make sure you stay tuned for today's uh, for Ross today, he is travelling to Switzerland. Thanks, Haley, for your fun show. You made my day so much more comfy. That's so lovely. While we were talking about the fastest runner being from Oxford, as we leave there, I just want to ask if you remember the runaway char. That was a great dance. Runaway char, it's a D Musk one. If D is still listening, this one's for you, babe. And I'll see you all this same time next week. <laughs> I loved and I knew I had to run away get down on my knees and pray that they'd go away but still they began needles and pins because of all my pride the tears I gotta hide hey I thought I was smart See, she's worse to him than me Let her go ahead Take his love instead And one day she will see Just how to say please And get down on her knees Hey, that's how it begins She feels those needles and pins Hurting her, Why can't I stop And tell myself I'm wrong Dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia in Line, the heart of Asia. This is Megan Barcelia and Christopher Gonzalez reminding you to tune in each week to Line Dance Podcast on LineDancerRadio.com and LineDancePodcast.com. Click Adrian Checkley on Facebook or head to the Line Dancer Radio chat room page to add your requests for the Adrian Checkley All Request Show. Tune in Thursdays from 8 till 10 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. There's no place I'd rather be.